Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. There was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. He came to Jesus at night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you are doing unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless one is born from above, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man once grown old be born again? Surely he cannot re-enter his mother's womb or, and be born again, can he? Jesus answered, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. What is born of flesh is flesh. What is born of spirit is spirit. <clears throat> Do not be amazed that I told you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it wills, and you will hear the sound it makes, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with the, everyone who is born of the Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Again, I want to welcome you all as we celebrate the Holy Mass. And in the scriptures today, this gospel specifically, John chapter 3, verse 1 to 8, it's talking about, you know, this whole idea of being born again. And we know that we all believe that through baptism, um, we are born again as believers. That it's through the grace of baptism that we're born again. Now, with that being said, that doesn't necessarily mean that uh, we've allowed baptism to happen to us. It doesn't mean that we have given ourselves to our baptism. Because there's a difference between someone who is just baptized with a water baptism. Um, which is, we believe as Catholics, does effect in the soul the grace of the indwelling presence of the Trinity, the washing away of original sin, becoming incorporated into the mystical body of Christ. These are all very true. And this is what the gift of baptism does to us. God gives us that as a gift. It's unmerited. It's, it's given as gift. Um, and this is one of the you know, things I always like to think about. You know, sometimes our uh, non-Catholic brothers and sisters don't understand why we uh, have infant baptism, right? Well, you know, they're usually the ones that remind us that, you know, we can't earn God's salvation. We can't earn salvation. It's a free gift, right? Well, we believe as Catholics that we give to the infant the beginnings of the life of God, namely God's grace through baptism. Jesus says we, he commands us to baptize, so we do as he commands. And we do so because we believe that baptism is not just an outward symbol, but it's effecting and causing in the soul the beginning of the life of God and grace. So when an infant, little boy or little girl is baptized, when a child's baptized as an infant, although they can't, you know, personally uh, make a decision for Jesus at their infancy stage of life, they can still receive the indwelling presence of God 
and the grace of God so that God can begin to assist them from the very first moments of their life, um, throughout their life, forming their emotions, forming their intellect, um, strengthening their virtue, strengthening their will. So God can talk to, if God can talk to uh, the caterpillar in caterpillar language, or the horse in horse language, or however the uh, dog communicates, God communicates with all of his creatures as they're able to communicate with him, as he created them to communicate with him. Well, as humans, obviously we communicate with God as we were designed in our human nature to communicate with God, right? So to understand that a child, an infant child, God can communicate with that child. Just because, you know, we, we, they can't say like car or, or read a sentence or punctuate, uh, uh, cross their T's and dot their I's, if you will. Just because they can't do that doesn't mean that God can't talk to them. So we believe that this gift of baptism, which we've all received, hopefully all of us watching, and if we haven't, hopefully we seek it out. But this gift of baptism is the beginning of the life of God in our souls. We just celebrated yesterday a Divine Mercy Sunday. Divine Mercy Sunday, Jesus literally, through that grace of Divine Mercy Sunday, God totally restores our baptismal garment. He totally restores us to the grace of our baptism. If we so choose to believe that God is that good, that God can do that, he gives us this opportunity every year on the Feast of Divine Mercy. And so I, I thank God for that because I, I feel new. You know, I feel like a new person. I, I believe that what God has done for me yesterday has renewed me and I have a new beginning right now. And so our gospel, John chapter 3, verse 1 to 8, there's this conversation between uh, Nicodemus, who's a Pharisee, a ruler of the Jews, and Jesus. Um, and Nicodemus calls Jesus rabbi, meaning teacher. Meaning Nicodemus is acknowledging this guy, his teaching is attractive. There's something about this Jesus that he's a teacher. He's clear as day that he's a teacher and I want to communicate with him, right? So there's this conversation they have and it says here, Jesus, you know, his whole thing is how can this guy, if he's from God, there's no way someone cannot be from God and do these amazing signs and wonders that Jesus is doing. So he's acknowledging there's something special about this Jesus. Okay, so it's a good step. It's a good first step to acknowledge the power and presence of God. So Jesus says to him, amen, I say to you, unless one is born from above, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Okay, so this whole sense of, again, how do we enter the kingdom of God through being born above? And how are we born from above? He says, he goes on, you, unless... I say to you, unless, amen, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So it gives a little more detail. Water and the spirit, obviously the Holy Spirit. To be born again, to enter the kingdom of God, we have to be born of water and the spirit, okay? He goes, what's born of flesh is flesh, meaning our natural life comes from our natural uh, birth into this natural world. 
The supernatural life of God begins for us as we are born into God's kingdom. Well, how are you born into the kingdom? And I always like to share this at a baptism, but when, when the, at the baptismal font in the back of the church here, you know, when the water's poured, it's through the breaking of the waters over the child um, that that baby is born into, or that adult is born into the kingdom of grace, God's life. So you have your natural life through a natural birth and your spiritual life uh, through a spiritual birth, okay? The, the, the supernatural life is ordered by grace. Grace is what we call God's divine life, which begins at baptism, um, right? And then you have a, a, a natural life in the natural order through our natural birth, right? So you have these, Jesus is trying to make Nicodemus in this conversation are trying to make sense of all this. And he says here, you know, what's born of flesh is flesh, what's born of spirit is spirit. Do not be amazed that I told you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it wills. You cannot hear the sound it makes. You do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone born of the spirit. So what is he saying here? It's like, it's hard to understand and make sense of how Father Michael, for example, myself, how, how I myself do what I do and why I do what I do. Why am I a priest? Why did I, why do you go out of your way to love? Why do we go out of our way to sacrifice and serve the Lord? Why do we go out of our way to give to the Lord? Why do we do what we do? It doesn't make sense because there's nothing in it for me in the sense that when you love, you're not doing it because you get something. You're loving because it's the nature of God to give and to serve and to pour out one's life for another, you know, even to love one's enemy. You know, this is where we as Christians shine particularly. We particularly shine in the way we love our enemies. So I wanna just highlight this. How does, you know, the wind blows where it wills and we know not where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with one who's born of the Spirit. Meaning, the Lord, the Lord, His Spirit moves us. You can't see, I can't see the Holy Spirit moving me to serve, moving me to love. But a, a believer that's open to and docile to the, to the wind and breath of God, to the Spirit of God within them, allows God to take hold of them and move them, they give, they serve, they love, and particularly they love their enemies even. This is where no other, there's no other religion like that, where we are loving our enemies. That's why you look at the cross, when you see Jesus on the cross, you see the, the, the columnation of the Christian life. Ultimately, the giving of one's life in service on this earth. And then when we give our lives, because what is baptism about? Baptism is about dying so that we can rise. We go down into the waters and come out a new person. When I give myself to baptism, when I surrender to my baptism, I'm going to die to self and I'm going to rise to the new life of God. So I'm going to spend myself just as the candle, as these candles uh, spend themselves for the light. The wax of the candle spends itself for the light. So we as Christians spend ourselves 
so that the light of Christ can continue to shine in the darkness, right? So darkness can be simplified as selfishness. And all of us struggle with that, if we're honest, right? We all struggle with selfishness. You know, kind of a what's in it for me. Um, I'm going to only give if something, if I get something out of it. You know, and this is why going in, in our culture that we live, we're, we're very consumeristic in our approach, even to Christianity. We're very consumeristic, meaning I'll go to that church because it's giving me this or giving me that, right? I'll give to this church because it's doing something for me. See, that's not the, the purest of reasons to give. Now, granted, hopefully the church is feeding you and, and giving God's love and grace to you, right? But you give not because there's a string attached to your $20 bill or $50 bill or whatever you give. You're not attaching a string to it and saying, okay, I'll give it as long as I get this or get that, right? That's a very conditional-based giving. That's a, that's a, a, a worldly version of consumerism, right? You know, you provide and I give. You give and I provide, right? This supply and demand sort of thing. That's not how it really works with the kingdom of God because we're not giving just for earthly reward. We're giving because we believe that the church has a mission, a purpose, a plan. I give my time, my talents, my treasures with Jesus, in Jesus, through Jesus. I serve. We serve. And the best service is loving your enemy. You're, you're providing your enemy. You're supplying love to your enemy when there's no reason to supply that love in an earthly sense. That makes no sense, okay? So I just challenge you today to think about your baptism. We just celebrated Divine Mercy Sunday. Think about your decision that you're gonna make today to serve the Lord. I want you to serve the Lord with clarity today, to serve the Lord with love, to serve the Lord today. Look, look for opportunities to, to celebrate your baptismal vows today. Look for opportunities to give yourself to your neighbor. And it might start with, Lord, I'm gonna pray this mass. See, the next part of mass we're gonna do in a moment is uh, praying for souls. Well, I would like you to think about, you know, when we do the intercessions, are you really praying for people? Or are you just going through the motions because that's the, what we do at that time in the Mass? And I even as a priest have to remind myself, okay, this is an important part of the Mass. It's not just the next part until we get to the next part. No, we're going to do the intercessions next, which is prayer from the heart. One of the ways Jesus says that we can be merciful and serve him is through praying for others. You might not always be able to do something, but you can pray. So let's ask for these graces today as we continue the mass, as we pray the intercessions.